You are listening to the B2B Marketing Mindset with Pete Monfrey and Bill Lowell. We want to help demystify marketing to reduce risk, drive more and better opportunities and grow your business. Are you ready to master marketing? So I do have a question for you before we start, though. You're going to ask me how the weather is up here, huh? No, no, it's nothing like that. Is, is it is it Miller or Pabst down there where you are? Which what what's the beer? Oh, is it on, Miller or Pabst? Okay, well we've got Miller Coors. That's, oh, you, you do. Know, so so absolutely. Milwaukee. Well, sure, Pabst is here. I mean, there's a lot Pabst. of other. I mean, you know, there's a lot of other. Miller is like poison to my body. It's like I'm uh, drinking uh, Roundup. Uh-oh. For some reason. <laughs> So now you can use it then for uh, other purposes, for maybe some uh, fertilizer on your lawn. Absolutely. I hear that our audio might be a little out of sync. We are working on that. But um, today's topic, I think, is really interesting because, you know, having owned a business for for such a long time, yeah, that sounds sad, but for such a long time. Uh, But you learn, I think, think, things over time. And, you know, I think back 20 years ago, there were entire ideas that I didn't know existed that I could have applied to my business that I didn't even really, I couldn't think of them or implement them because I didn't know that they existed. Um, I think bringing in an outside facilitator to help you, a team go through a decision-making process, whatever it might be. I mean, we talk a lot about marketing, you know, but it can be really anything in the company. Um, I don't think it's a commonly known thing among small and mid-sized businesses. Oh, yes, we could turn that loud thing off. There you go. All right. No, it's, uh, I think you're right. It's a, it's a nice concept, and uh, it is something that, that I think can be really, really valuable. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to our discussion about it today because there's a lot of ways to go about it. I'll tell one story a little bit out of school, Pete, if you want me to. Sure, absolutely. This goes back about 15 years ago. We had about, well, maybe 20 years ago, we had about 15 employees. And my wife, obviously, you know, works in the business. And I don't want to say that we were a little dysfunctional from a leadership standpoint, but, uh, you know, it was one of the things where some of the employees, if they didn't like what I said, they went to my wife, Jan. If they didn't like what she said, they went, uh, they would come to me. And you know how that story goes. So we actually did, we brought in a facilitator who was a corporate psychologist, I mean, which is also, you know, another thing. And, And he really, really helped us to, to get us on track and to kind of help people define their roles. And it was it was a very powerful uh, experience. And ever since, and actually, I think it helped our marriage too. Our marriage has gotten a lot better. <laughs> now we're sitting Oh, what an now. added benefit. Yeah, it was, it was really nice. It was really a nice a bonus. Well, but that's just one example, you know, that's just one example. Well, and I think that, you know, at the core of what we do, we're facilitators. We don't, there's a, there's a misperception, I think, um, with marketing people uh, and consultants in general that they somehow know the answer before they parachute in, but they yeah. take you through a whole bunch of exercises so you think you're getting your money's worth and then they tell right. you, like like you have this their solution on a shelf back here, but you're not gonna give it to them until they pay up, right? Right. No, actually, we're, we're it's more like we, we sort of know the questions to ask, we understand the team dynamic, we know how to kind of move them forward, gain consensus. I mean, what does a facilitator do? Because I do it so much, I'm not, I can't even describe it. It's so rote for me, yeah. I don't know. 
Well, I think a couple of things. Um, but first of all, just to, to respond to something that you just said, which I think is absolutely critical. There are times when I will have clients hire me to come in and facilitate. And one of the very first questions that I ask them is, are you looking for me to be totally unbiased and just simply facilitate and that's my role? Or do you need me to add in my expertise if I find that suitable? And I get, sometimes I'll get clients that will say, nope, don't do anything, just stay neutral the whole time and, and I'm great with that. But I get others that say, well, that would be stupid. Why wouldn't we want you to give us your two cents worth? You've been doing this for so long. So, you know, so right. that's, that's key. But I think, you know, to answer your question, I think a facilitator, uh, in my humble opinion, would be somebody who kind of like provides leadership to the group, but in a way they give the reins over to the group. So you are there to make sure something gets done, whether we accomplish our goals or objectives or whatever it is. And we can talk about that too, Pete, of what we're trying to set out to do, but we're doing it exactly like you said, in a collaborative way, we're, waking, we're making sure that everybody is participating and that we get everybody involved and that we're not all doing the nodding like if our supervisor well that's says, the jumping in, you know that's the suit that's the superpower i mean the leader leadership is involved in these things you don't turn it over to a Definitely. facilitator i mean um right. but they can provide sort of an objective you know voice and if you're a younger organization and to me younger is like 15 years um you know, there is some advantage in being able to sort of parachute a lot of experience in if you want that from your facilitator. You may want right. somebody that's just going to run a super efficient meeting. I don't right. find that to be the case. I, I think most of our clients are like, they're looking for insight yes. from that facilitator, but they're still setting up the circumstances for collaboration, I guess. Yeah, I, I mean, I can give you kind of some ideas of what a facilitator might do, but maybe we should also talk about like how, why would we consider one like what what kinds of things would we utilize that for and we i think we should save a couple of minutes on this podcast as well pete just to talk about in case somebody wants to do it themselves there's probably some things that they oh they absolutely need. how to uh, how to kind of bring bring people together and get some consensus and yeah, yeah definitely because like i mean i have i have clients that actually are very very smart and they could do good facilitation but as you know, sometimes those individuals want to be part of the meeting rather than running the meeting. So I think that that's, uh, that's really something to, to help out with. So let, should we talk a little bit about outcomes or like what, what might well, you use a facilitator for or why would we do well, that? I, yeah, well, I think, well, and I think I wanted to mention this too. I think part of the problem is that it's thought of as generally, if, if people are even familiar with the concept of having a facilitator, they kind of think it's the domain of the big big giant companies and really that hasn't been my experience I mean we work with a lot of smaller and mid-sized companies and you know the team might only be five people but you know uh, you know it could be 15 I mean who knows um, but the idea is I think the facilitator brings structure to it um, mm -hmm. and they make sure that the outcome happens so I think that's a good definition of kind of what a facilitator does but yeah, outcomes. Um, and the first one I think of is is consensus. Like it stops the boardroom arguments. You know, mm -hmm. this person thinks this, the CEO thinks that, and you know, right. nobody's really done their research, but they've got really strong opinions. I, uh, I once had to facilitate a budget meeting 
for a group of engineers. I mean, so it's like, so you're right. So to, consensus, consensus can be a good thing and uh, you could facilitate a lot of different topics. So, uh, but it's not always consensus. Maybe there might be some times when you really need some creativity or you may need to just do some brainstorming or find out where people feel on a subject or maybe maybe it's conflict we got some conflict that we need to resolve it like i was telling you about our firm when you know when we brought in the facilitator so there's lots of ways to, to do this and it's important for a lot of different aspects well i think it's also the facilitator sort of does this day in and day out it's kind of their thing you know where your thing might not be that and 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 then usually on top of that skill which i think facilitation is a hard skill uh i think then you'll have a subject matter skill on top of that so you might have a facilitator that specializes in uh setting up factory floors or yeah. lean uh you know manufacturing or you might have one uh to de to, to develop a marketing plan that's something we do uh you could have one to iron out cultural issues right sure. um sure. they have this third party status and power that's pretty unique uh to the client but they also have subject matter expertise the organization might not have in-house. Yeah. And, and sometimes it's good just to be the neutral person. I mean, there's been lots of times when I've served at that where the clients tell me, don't use your insights and your expertise. Just, just like you said, <laughs> keep us on track from a timing standpoint. Make the process work for us. Get everybody involved. Make sure that people behave themselves. You know what I mean? do some reporting back make sure that you do some follow-up probes if somebody is going crazy let's put it in a parking lot and keep track of that you know i mean there's there's so many things that they could do but it just it just depends on the well, purpose but they're always valuable they're always valuable well we could be biased because you know full disclosure that's kind of what we do um but when when this topic came up i thought i thought to myself oh yeah you know we can just talk about that um, but then when I really started to try to verbalize well what what does a facilitator do because on its surface it sounds like the kind of the most useless kind of consultant you could get but it's <laughs> the opposite is kind of true because you get it you get the additional experience you get somebody who does this day in and day out who knows right. how to work with the team who has the power of being objective third party which I just don't think you can underestimate that um, yeah. and usually they're problem solvers, like that's their thing, right? They are, they are problem solvers, but the really good ones though, they're going to get the group to go towards that, you know, that solution or whatever they need to accomplish on their own. They very rarely have I seen really good facilitators say, stop, this is what you got to do. It's, <laughs> yes. like, it's, it's almost like a psychologist or a psychiatrist kind of getting you to realize, hey, I'm all screwed up and we can get this fixed out. You know what I mean? It's, well, it's, yeah, their, their, their collaboration is part of the mix. Um, yeah. And maybe your problem is that your team's not uh, collaborating. You know, maybe exactly. that's the problem that the, the facilitator is solving. Yeah. Um, can I give you an example? I'll give you two examples that I think are appropriate to, I think, this audience with regard to marketing, okay? Sometimes it might be really good to have a facilitator like yourself where, you know, you've got all these good marketing ideas, but it's like, wait a minute, somebody's got to help you sort through 
why did you, you know, why are you saying this or why this one or, or let's let's weigh the good and bad of this kind of decision and, you know, or maybe helping them facilitate an action plan. I know you do that for your clients, but sometimes they need to kind of go through that process too. Who's going to be responsible? When are we going to get this done? No. You know, I mean, there's too much that. stuff, man. I hate to tell you this. There's just too many things that you have to deal with. Uh, but what what i always think of is i'm not the guy that brings necessarily answers although i may have seen something before i've probably worked with a company very much like yours um but but really i have a framework i mean and i hate to simplify it down to this but no, it's something important. that we've used over and over and over and over again to solve problems for b2b companies and that's really what we're bringing to the table is sort of like we know how to ask the questions. We know the questions to ask. We're, we're, we're sort of like the person that walks around in the dysfunctional factory and very quickly puts an X on the machine that's a problem. Yeah. And so in a lot of ways, we compress decision-making process so that, you know, when you have your team together all, you know, assembled, which is expensive, um, yeah. you're really getting getting things done getting a specific outcome so yeah i i love that you talked about the process too and i think that that's really important because i will get a lot of times and i know you and i've talked about this off offline many times well sometimes we'll get people that want to shortcut the process and it's like you got to tell them hey wait <laughs> get back follow it's gonna come out okay in the end you just have to go through this you know this system or this process but people they're always trying to shortcut oh let's just do this or let's wait a minute you know let let it run its course and let's see where this is going to go you know hey man look i just need leads okay i don't need to hear all this nonsense i just need go. leads can you just okay. cut the nonsense get me the leads please all right all right I love sure it. yeah let's go ahead yeah. and do that um yeah. but That's i, I think cool. you know uh we talked we touched on morale i think i think if a good facilitator is going to make sure that everybody's heard yes so yes. you know it, it doesn't mean that you're going to listen to everyone because people are going to have differing experiences different opinions a, a good facilitator is going to bring some objectivity to that table but they might suggest you do some research okay if they don't really they're not, I know if I'm not kind of comfortable with the data that I'm hearing back from people or how, how they arrived at their conclusion, they'll say, right. hey, I believe X, and they're very you know, passionate about their belief. And I say, well, how do you know that? And they say, well, listen, man, I've been in this business for 20 years, and yeah, but it, yeah. And it's like, no, that's too general. It's too anecdotal. It's like we're analysts. You know, We're looking for what's the quality of the information that's going into this framework and system because you know we've... You've, you've actually contracted us for the outcome, the output of that system. So, um, and so, you know, it, and the challenge I think is the client is usually about 97.5% right. Like they, they know their business pretty well. I mean, it's like a one or 2% variation of either bias or some sort of erroneous belief or something that they're missing that's really keeping them from you know, making yeah. dynamic changes in their, right. you know, trajectory. 
And uh, sometimes, you know, it's just that they may be a little overwhelmed. I just facilitated a session with a client of mine. They have an upcoming board meeting very, very soon, actually, this next month. And they wanted, their leadership team wanted to prepare, like, what are the key things that we should present to the board and what should we do? Well, they could come up with all the ideas without me. I mean, they, they could have done that. Right. But what they said is, no, we want to we want to walk away with the top three things and, and what you said early on in this podcast piece. And we want to be all of us in alignment. We all want to be happy that those top three choices are exactly what we want to present and then how we present it. And, and we did it. We did it in about a half a day, which was really uh, pretty effective. But to your other point, they knew what they were doing. I mean, they could have done this on their own. Probably it might have taken two days, but they could have got there, you know. Well, I, I've seen it in situations where, um, you know, they're they're trying to execute as hard as they can, but they've never really had the time to kind of sit back and consider all the different factors and facets. And that yeah. means in practice, you know, you're already overwhelmed. And do you have time to kind of sit down and dissect all the different right. areas to even address? Whereas somebody that with a framework has already done that for you. Um, mm -hmm. One of the things that I've seen over and over is clients will defer bringing in a, a facilitator because they feel like they have to solve their problem already so that they can yeah. tell the agency, the facilitator, the marketing people, the salespeople, whatever, what to do. They have to be, they have to tell them what to do. So that means they have to solve the problem. Yeah. And it's like, no, we're more like Sherlock Holmes. Mm -hmm. uh, and we're going to come in there and figure out and help you do just what you're struggling with. I mean, how long can, is that going to take you? I saw one company tell me that. And six months later, they're like, yeah, we're still having meetings on that. Uh, <laughs> six months. We'd have yeah. been, we'd have been, uh, we've been implementing for five by then or four. Uh, but it's, uh, I think that's, I don't think that people understand that this is an option available to them. Um, and, you know, look at the specialization, you know, of that, of that person. In my case, it's the, you know, in developing marketing plans, troubleshooting marketing programs, looking at how you sell. Um, Bill and I have a lot of overlap of what we do, but he's really a researcher, analyst, has proprietary software, Tell us about that software system we were just talking about, how you do research. Well, I, I don't know if it's on our topic of facilitation, but we do have some software that's been developed exclusively for us, which is pretty extensive and allows us to do some really deep dives into a lot of things. And it's kind of a powerful unit, but it also at the same time, it also, that same software allows us to facilitate online yeah, focus exactly. groups so i mean i can i can do a focus group with people from all over the world and we've done that uh which has been fun because of some of that software so that's well, that's, that's a technique too so, so that's i guess where i was going with it is that you know a lot of times a facilitator will have tools that it only yes. makes sense for them to have the tools because they're expensive and so you have to right. be kind of doing this day in and day out so your area of specialization would be research Ours is yeah. planning, uh, right. you know, marketing planning. Uh, others have a different focus, right? Other other facilitators. And then, like you mentioned, some don't have a focus at all. I'm really seeing a lot of lag, and I'm, I'm pretty sure that's there's uh -huh. audio lag going out. So 
if you're if you're you know this will go out as audio as well to our podcast so it's all well and good but to those watching on video we'll figure this out uh the setting before uh was better well hmm we are setting we'll have to change our settings and see if that so helps. Uh, maybe what we should do is do some ventriloquism pete so I'll, we'll just pretend <laughs> like we're talking and then uh we'll throw our voices exactly well here let me here let me futz with the uh settings here and uh and we'll just see if anything changes but uh yeah one one of the things that do you want me to talk or you want me to wait sure yeah no it? go ahead you know you, you preoccupy myself you talked about having the tools and this might be something like even if somebody wants to do this on their own and, and there are some things that you can do on your own obviously with facilitation with your team but there are so many there are so many techniques out there that can be done to get somebody uh whether it's creativity whether it's you know we've done something like called idea mapping we've done you know uh, something called the affinity exercise i mean there's there's hundreds of facilitation techniques and uh i've been lucky enough to be able to utilize many of them over my years but you know, even visioning exercises, you know, um, the one that I remember that I shared with you about the six hats, which I, I love that one. You know, it might be something that somebody does on their own where, you know, they, after you have an issue or a problem, you've got like six different groups and one group goes out and tries to describe all of the different alternatives to what we're trying to deal with. Somebody other, another group talk, takes a look at the what, you know, watch out for this and maybe somebody else um is strictly gonna just come up with uh some other new ideas or ways to sell it and somebody else might be doing process but it's called the uh the six hats if anybody ever wants to look that up it's a great technique and i've used it a lot but a lot of my clients use it internally and they can do that themselves it's just a great thing it doesn't take a lot of time is this something that can be made into a one or two sheet document and linked to in the comments Absolutely, absolutely. One of the things we try to encourage everybody, I'll tell tell everybody once again what's going on if you've joined us in the middle. Uh, we do this every Thursday at 11 o'clock and we're really trying to share as much knowledge as we can. We have amazing guests that come on. Soon there's going to be a website that's dedicated to the podcast as it gets syndicated and consumed and where all fine podcasts get consumed. But you can find it here on LinkedIn. It's on YouTube. You can subscribe there. You can follow Bill or I. Um, and, uh, that's what we're trying to do. And so, um, I think it's a great topic. Um, I think, you know, who knows why we're, uh, we're, we're having a little lag, but, uh, Hey, that's just, you have to kind of live with the technology, I guess sometime. But, um, there was something that you wanted to make sure that we covered during the podcast. Uh, remember what it was? Probably not. Oh, was was it was it the only thing which I just touched on? Maybe if somebody wants to do something on their own, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, I, and I think if you if you are listening and you want to do it on your own, and, and you can jump in as well, Pete. It just depends on what you're doing, but if it's a, a simple thing, just remember, like you, like we've already summarized, you know, make sure everybody has a voice. You know, make you know, sure that you do a good job of listening. You know, a good Draw leader. Yeah. is a good facilitator usually yeah. like you know yeah. it kind of comes with that territory of leadership and you know i'm writing a book called everything i learned about leadership i learned leading a band that's i love that it's that's not a, completely true 
but that's where I realized I'd picked up all these different skill sets that I had no idea were worth anything outside of a drunken bar in Minnesota. Uh, yeah. But I am. I'm writing that book. I'm announcing it to the world, so now I have to finish Good. it. But um, that's, that's we'll wonderful. Can I write the Can I write the forward for you? Sure. Okay. Absolutely. Um, Here's yeah, a guy you know, that can't, can't, I can't carry a tune, but I'll write the forward for that. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, well, I think, you know, if, if, if you want to learn more about facilitators to see if it makes sense for you, look, for some companies, it doesn't make sense. Like, you know, um, maybe you're already uh, you feel really good about the facilitation or maybe maybe you're facing a big transition, like you're really yes. trying to get away from the status quo but in a bigger way you're not looking for maybe something an incremental change you're trying to go from 10 million to 20 million or from 20 million to 40 million you're at that second stage already where you have an established business but as everybody knows once you get to a certain point the resistance seems to get exponentially higher and yeah. i think this is where facilitators consultants you know where you can buy expertise now parachute that into your organization leverage it and be done with it uh yeah. and change the the uh specialty the you know the the uh, subject matter expertise and and really make things happen so i'm glad that we were able to share this well, idea with people can i share one more thought for, for the people that are listening and this might sure. make sense for everyone um sometimes a good facilitator can facilitate a meeting between two what I would call uh, complementary businesses. Let me give you an example. I facilitated a series of meetings between an architectural firm and a general contracting firm. I did several between architectural and engineering consulting, you know, engineering consulting and other general contractors. And the point that I'm making is if you have two organizations that are trying to work more cooperatively together. Sometimes having an outsider help facilitate what you're trying to get out of it and how it's going to work is kind of magical because I don't think they could have pulled that off on their own. I really don't. You've been listening to the B2B Marketing Mindset with Pete Monfrey and Bill Lowell. Add to the conversation by commenting, sharing and liking. And don't forget to subscribe and check out the links in the comments. Learn more at b2bmarketingmindset.com.